Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be joined by Mitch Tobel of CGT Marketing. Um, Mitch, you've got an incredible background Thanks for joining us. Well, thanks. Yeah, well, my background's mine. Doesn't seem incredible to me, but it certainly was fun. Been a fun ride so far. All right. Well, let's go back in time because I know you weren't always in award winning. I mean, you've got like the who's who. So, I mean, let's start at the beginning. How did you get started? Oh, my gosh. So here's the thing. Years ago, when I was in high school, believe it or not, uh, during the summer, I was a printer's apprentice. I got a job through the high school printing printer's apprentice, and I loved what was happening there. I think it was the smell of naphtha I loved the most, but I loved what was happening, and I wanted to really make the decisions before it got to press. I wanted to see what the decision matrix, what was happening before it got to press. So that's what sort of started me on the path to marketing. So I went to college. I got a degree in it, and here I am today. And you know, what's amazing is that I, I, I started working in Manhattan at that time, the Manhattan ad agencies were like, you know, it, right. So I worked at a small one to get varied experience. And uh, I lived on Long Island uh, at the time. I still do. And I hated the commute. I, I, it was terrible. I found myself running at breakneck speed to make the 704 because if I missed that I would have to go for the 742. Oh my goodness. And it was just like sandpaper in my brain so I said I got to get off but at that point I was a I'm an affable guy and I started networking with people and I ended up within a year uh catching a bunch of work from Weight Watchers International. Oh wow. Yeah. So I opened up an office and I need, then I needed a, you know, I got a call one day from the client. They said, Hey, can we fax you over these documents? I said, hold on. My fax is a little broken. I ran out. I bought a new one. I, knew, I didn't have one. Bought a fax, <laughs> bought a fax, plugged it in. Oh, go ahead. You know, so um, everything was very organic growth. Um, sales like doubled every year uh, and it was fabulous. And uh, I just didn't, I just love marketing and I started teaching it uh I don't know, 12, 13 years ago in the evenings over at Hofstra. So um, I don't know, been around a bit. <laughs> just a little, just a little. All right. So you, that's, you've had an incredible variety of work, everything from like the Department of Economic Development to mm -hmm. companies. 
um, to, so, I mean, let's talk a little bit about the growth, the evolution of what you've been doing. So, yes, it's been quite varied. Uh, uh, did a couple of contracts for New York statement state rather, excuse me, for economic development, which was helping companies find distribution, uh, around the globe. So, uh, uh that was fascinating projects. Um, how did you land that contract? Pardon? How did you get in with a governmental entity like the state? I think I was referred in. Someone wanted to work with me and they said, hey, uh, Mitch, you got to call this guy. So I called that guy. I said, hey, how you doing? He goes, okay, fill out these forms. All right. I filled out the forms and I ended up getting the contract. And that led to a couple, I think a, one or two more contracts, something like that. But the state was horrible payers at the time. So I didn't. Uh, no offense to any government people that are listening, but at that time, the state was just horrible payers. So I needed a fast return on cash. So I didn't pursue that anymore. So, uh, you know, my varied experience led me to manufacturers. You know, I just, I love marketing. I love the challenges. I love when people have issues that marketing can fix. And very often marketing can only be as good as the culture of the company allows it to be. Right. So I would I started to find that out as I went along and started to look into the operations of the company. And they'd be, well, what do you care? I said, well, it has everything to do with how we're marketing. So what do you mean? For instance, I'd walk into a room, a conference room of, of 15 engineers in a manufacturing facility. And they said, well, we have the best blue box on the planet. Oh, OK, great. So I would go back, I would do some calls and I found out that it was just a me, too. It really wasn't anything special. And I go back, I said, look, guys, I said, I don't mind blowing your budget here on you're the best. But frankly, it would be better spent with me traveling around the world because no one's going to believe you. So that got into me looking in operations, looking at how they're producing, what they're doing, what can they deliver? Can they live the brand that's been created? Do we need to create a new brand? And that evolved into, obviously, in 1997, built my first website. And in 2001, two or three, honestly, I don't remember. I got very immersed in social media uh, because it was just such a great way to communicate. So that's evolved to now where we're in COVID times. COVID has been like gas on a fire for everything digital. Yes, um, so who is your ideal client now? So we do, you know, a lot of clients want special expertise, right? You know, like we got a new client who makes, and don't, you know, jump out of your seat. I know this is really exciting stuff, but he makes hyperboloid connectors. Hold on to your Oh head. my goodness. I was just looking for a new hyperboloid connector. <laughs> what the heck right. is a hyperboloid connector? Well, it's a connector that actually um, uh, does a wonderful job of keeping an electrical connection between two wires in incredibly stressful environments, such as rockets going to space, airplanes in the sky, or con under constant vibration under stress. So, you know, he asked the question, well, do you guys have experience marketing hyperboloid connectors? Well, no. I can get some real fast. But that doesn't matter right now. So, so here's the thing. We're really great with manufacturing companies, distribution companies, because we understand the marketplaces. We understand the industrial buyer. 
In addition, another bucket we're really good in are B2B services, lawyers, accountants, CPA firms. We have pretty deep experience there. And a third bucket we're very good at, which is, I guess, sort of unusual compared to the first two, is social media for uh, beauty products. Okay. You've got quite a varied range. How do you stay up to speed in what's going on in all those different verticals? Well, I don't sleep. Uh, I don't eat. Uh, no, it's, you know what it is? It's, um, you know, managing the flow of information, having really good people here. It's not just, obviously not just me. I have a staff. Um, really good people uh, focused on strategy, focused on keeping tabs with everything that's going on. Um, it's just a constant, look, in today's day and age, you must be an agile marketer. You must be able to turn on a dime. Look, my whole, my staff, we review, uh, uh, messaging just about every other day now, you know, what's going on. Is there something hot happening we can take advantage of? So it's just a continual movement, continual process. You can't set it, forget it anymore. Very, very true. You have, um, I mean, your passion's obvious. What do you like best about what you do? Good question. I'd have to say uh, it's, it's, the it's the marketing challenge. You know, someone comes to me and they say, hey, Mitch, we need X. Really? And then digging into it and finding out maybe they don't really need X. They actually need Y. And then trying to convince them they need Y because they have this perception that they need X. You know, some guy says, well, we need branding. All right, let me take a look. Well, you don't really need branding. You need a better alignment of sales and marketing. And you need to do some hardcore ABM, account-based management to generate leads from a few, you know, gets very involved. I get very involved and into the business itself to truly understand it so that I could give great, you know, many of my colleagues, God bless them. I love them all. But sometimes, but a lot of times they give advice that's not appropriate but it fits in with their preformed square hole that they have. And they push everybody through that square hole. The problem is that that just doesn't work in marketing. Maybe sometimes it does. And I give them a benefit of the doubt and I, and I love them for it. And I love the passion and the action, but just every company needs, uh, uh, you need to understand the target market intimately, the operations, you know, it's, it's, um, so that's what I love about it. I just love the challenge. I love the investigation. I love learning about a company and it's, and it's, uh, it's internally, it's people, how they, how the company is driven, what the culture is and how they're perceived. It's, it's kind of, it's fun. And then seeing the stuff work afterwards, that's where I get my jolly. You know, Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Now you talked a little bit, you alluded a little bit to the team. Tell us a little bit about the team that you've built what kind of roles are they playing? How, how have you grown? Well, obviously everything, well, not everything. I would say, I think we're roughly running at about 85, 90% digital. Uh, still have, uh, you know, some company, because engineers are in two camps. They're the actually old guys, mostly guys old, which are weeding out. And then we have a new millennial segment of engineers, which are men and women, thankfully which is fantastic. So we still have to have a footprint in, uh, in print. But so we do about 15, 20% print and the rest digital. Um, and that includes social media, I have a social media team. Uh, we have full art department. 
I have biz dev person, media buying person. I don't have a big organization. We're actually small, relatively flat. But um, what I like about it is everybody is part of it. Everybody gets involved. And Monday, we have um, every single Monday, we review every single project, exactly what's going on with every project. And even if someone who doesn't have a hand in it, if somebody calls or has a question, they know, oh, that's in blah, blah, blah. Hold on. You know, so... Awesome. Now, what are what are the biggest challenges that clients are coming to you that you find the most joy in like helping them overcome? Fear. Talk about that. What does that mean to you? Right now, most clients are, as we all are, we sit here in, uh, in COVID times, I'll call it. I don't want to use unprecedented. It's like overdone already. Um, we sit here in COVID times. So um, everybody has a feeling of uncertainty about the future. Where's business going? Where's this? You know, I, I see reports that it's actually an incredibly positive outlook over the next year for business. Very, very positive. However, there's still an overriding fear and uncertainty in many of the people that come to me that I talk to about what's going to happen. So for me is helping them overcome the fear and do it anyway. You know, there's a, there's a, a phrase I use now and as sort of a rallying cry inside the firm is let's fail fast. Let's fail fast because we have to keep trying. Look, marketing is the great big experiment. You just have to keep trying stuff. And thankfully we have uh, everything digital. We can have a banner ad up tomorrow. It's not working. Let's change it. It's okay. We can have something new the next day. So um, fail fast. How do you get your team to do the right thing for the right client at the right time, the right way without having to micromanage the process? So the thing about having a good team is hire right, right? Hire slow, fire fast, and have a good team and allow them to do what they do best set them on the right direction, give them coaching or training when they need, and then just allow them to do what they need to do. And then, and, you know, at the end of the day, okay, what happened? Where are we? Well, why, you know, and I don't blame anybody there. To me, there are no mistakes. Things just happen. So, okay, what do we learn from that? Right. Every, to me, everything is a teachable moment because it is right. I don't have a, oh my God, you, you screwed up. You know, oh my God, no, no, okay, we can fix it. This is just marketing. It's not brain surgery. No one's dying. Let's just take a deep breath and move along. How can we learn from this? How can we fix it? How can we make it better? All right. And then can you talk about, you've had so many amazing results for clients. Can you can change names if you need to protect the innocent or the guilty. Can you <laughs> give us an example of kind of the magical transformation that you were able to help when you executed the successful marketing for one of your clients? Okay. Uh, I'll give you an example um, in two of the buckets. One of them is a beauty product. They make uh, hair stuff for a specific marketplace. They had a total universe of roughly 450,000 uh, across all social media channels. We took that and more than doubled it within about a year, year and a couple of months up to 1.2 while keeping the same level of engagement, which was roughly about 60%. So 
So to me, I'm very proud of that. I mean, we ran that account uh, seven days a week and sometimes 24 hours a day. Um, wow, that's, that, that is amazing. What else do you want to share that I didn't think to ask you? Okay, so we have another client that makes this measuring equipment. It's so exciting. And, uh, you know, researched the marketplace, found uh, what their stuff means in the marketplace, designed this limited run one month campaign, which to me is always risky. Yeah, I and, mean, you're, you don't, yeah, that's such a limited window. I know. And you can't test well, that much. No, you, you can't, hardly can test anything. Um, and we actually had someone email the company, said, give me a quote, it, it, which was amazing. You know, we're talking about a sales cycle that's normally six to nine months. Someone actually emailed the company for a quote on the piece of equipment, which I, wow. to me, that's, I wasn't expecting that at all. Right. I hope you got to set their expectations low. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. Hey, Mitch, you could just get business. Well, hold on, cowboys and cowgirls. Right. It's not you instantly know. scalable. Yeah. So those are, that actually just happened a month ago, which was pretty cool. Congratulations. That works. Mm-hmm. For our viewers and our listeners who want to learn more about the way your process works, um, where can they go to learn more about you and CGT? Well, website, cgtmarketingllc.com. Tons of information. Um, I also have a specific process brochure, send me something piece, a PDF, which I send to people who were sort of farther down the funnel. If anybody's interested in it, happy to share it. Just email me at mtobol at cgtmarketing.com. All right. This has been Seth Green for Sharkpreneur with Mitch Tobel of cgtmarketingllc.com. Mitch, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Seth. It's a pleasure. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening, and we'll see or talk to you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text pitch to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.